Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for selfless sex and she comes first. I'm Dr. Nick. Today is August the 30th, 2022, and I hope you all are having a great day out there. So once again, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to last week's podcast on why do men cheat. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So please, at the same time, just take a hot second to hit that like button or share and subscribe to whatever you are using to to listen to this podcast, if it's Spotify, iTunes or whatever. So thank you once again. And with that said, there, there were a lot of questions generated off of last week's podcast on why men cheat, but they were a bit different. They kept asking me, well, why do women cheat? Why do women cheat? Well, I will try to answer that question today, but I will warn you right now, it's a good idea for you to to prepare yourself to what I'm about to say, because you may not like what I'm about to say, because this is based on science and all the other good stuff, too. And this is something that I have been saying for the past 20 years or so. Women have a higher capacity for sexuality and sexual health than men do. So once women, number one, once they realize that, and number two, once they accept it, it's game on. So the question will become, can men keep up? That will be very telling because it seems like many men out there are still operating under this outdated model and ideal of women's sexuality and women's sexual health. And as I just said, it's outdated and it really needs to be updated because things are changing so the question is why do women cheat let's talk about that today to lay the foundation for this podcast i must mention an article that was just published this month in the new york post where they were where they discussed why women cheat And they hit on several research articles, but the one article I really want to get started with was about pornography and female arousal, okay? At a university in Canada, they invited men and women to watch porn while they were hooked up to monitors, which measured how turned on they were. And basically, they found this. Straight men were mostly turned on by images of heterosexual sex and women having sex with women, but the heterosexual women had a more varied, quote unquote, arousal menu. So what does this all mean? Women's bodies responded to men having sex with men, women having sex with women, men and women having sex, and images of an erection. We traditionally think that men get turned on by everything But the truth is that a woman's body responds to more sexual stimuli. As I said, women have a higher capacity for sexuality and sexual health than men do. Well, here's the bad news for some of the guys out there. The first line of the article says this, science is finding that women struggle more than men when it comes to staying faithful in relationships. And then a little bit later on, it says that there is a growing body of research which says that many women in long-term relationships 
are sexually adventurous and have secret lovers. Women are more likely to cheat than men, according to the new study. Wednesday Martin, who is an anthropologist and the author of a book called Untrue, calls this the great correction. And she says, the new research is correcting false notions that women have lesser libidos, that women are naturally monogamous, and that it's easier for women to partner for life. She continues, women don't like less sex than men, but they do get bored of sexual sameness. She puts forth this idea that men have higher levels of spontaneous desire, but women take the lead for responsive or triggered desire. She says, spontaneous desire is when you suddenly think it would be nice to have sex. It comes over you like a hunger or a thirst. Triggered desire happens when something suggests the idea of sex to you. For example, like you're watching or reading something or a partner happens to initiate a sexual encounter and you get turned on. For that type of desire, women's libidos are every bit as strong as men's. We've internalized this idea that men are the randier sex, and that's untrue. She cited a study on women who had cheated on their partners and the sample size for this study came from a website named Ashley Madison. And side note, if you have if you if you have never heard of Ashley Madison, I would advise you to go take a few minutes and do your own research on Ashley Madison. Anyhow, she says this that the women went on the site, created a profile, and vetted candidates, met them in person, and auditioned them. This was a very intentional process. They wanted to find partners for sex. They reported being in a sexless or orgasmless marriage where they simply wanted what they could not get at home. Most were otherwise happily partnered or married, and these affairs were a way for them to remain in their primary relationships. So there goes the myth that women who cheat are unhappily married. So to end this first part of this podcast, researchers are finally starting to embrace this idea and concept of the great correction, where where they are now starting to entertain the possibility that women need variety and novelty of their sexuality and sexual experiences much more than men do. So as I said earlier, in my opinion, once women start to realize that they are sexual beings and at the same time they accept that they are sexual beings, it's game on and men will have to be the ones to catch up. And the researchers are finally starting to realize that. Moving on, as I was researching information for this podcast, I really stumbled across these old ideas that were still out there and they've been repeated over and over again for decades and generations with slight modifications here and there. So here I'm going to go back to an article that I found in Psychology Today from 2018. And the question was this, so why do women cheat? And you probably heard many of these before. 
Number one, women feel underappreciated. Number two, they crave, they crave intimacy. Number three, they are overwhelmed by the needs of others. Number four, they are lonely. Number five, they expect too much from a primary relationship. Number six, they are responding to or reenacting an early life trauma or abuse. And finally, this may sound new to you, they're not having enough satisfying sex at home. So I kept digging and kept exploring and I found a few more articles on why women cheat. And this article comes from brides.com from May 2021. And you may recognize some of these ideas because these are very old fashioned, very traditional, and they've been recited over and over again for generations. For example, why do women cheat? They are dissatisfied in their relationship. They have low self-esteem. They are suffering from emotional starvation at the hands of their partner. They are angry towards their partner. They are lacking excitement in their, in their marriage. They are being sexually deprived. They are lonely. They are suffering from an insecure attachment style. They are going through a midlife crisis. There's an underlying condition, like there's something else going on. They have the opportunity to cheat and they will cheat in order to numb difficult feelings that they are going through in their current relationship. So with all of that said, do I think all is lost? No, not at all. Because it seems like for many women out there, they need to feel, they need that feeling of excitement. They need to feel something new. So fellas, if you do something new with your partner, there's a connection that goes back to you. So it, it may not necessarily be something sexual, but if you're doing the same thing over and over again every day, that can be really boring to anybody. Just the element of being spontaneous could make a big difference in your relationship. So then when it comes to sex, maybe be spontaneous because a, a part of being spontaneous for women has that element of, of passion. It took me a while to make that connection, but that's actually there. So if you're going to be spontaneous, that's something new for you. So then all so then all of her passion will end up falling back towards you. And there you go. So in closing out this podcast, I will say this one more time. I truly believe that women have a higher capacity for sexuality and sexual health than men do. As I mentioned early on about that study where women were actually turned on by more things than heterosexual men were. So it seems like they have a much broader palette for what sexually excites them than men do. And that's fine. But the problem is this, fellas, we can't stifle that. It's like a lead, follow, or get the fuck out of the way thing. So my suggestion is for you, fellas, is to go along with it, embrace it. Don't get upset. Don't let your frat, don't, do not let your fragile ego get in the way of you experiencing something that will take you 
to the highest level of sexual pleasure that you can't even imagine. Because don't forget, her capacity for sexual health and sexuality is higher than yours. So what I'm saying is, if she wants to open up the relationship and start experimenting, quote, quote unquote, with going to swingers clubs or go watching porn or different types of porn or whatever it may be, just embrace it and let her try it out. Because in the end, she may not like that, but she may stumble across something else that she likes and then you can come along with her. Don't get in her way, don't block her, don't stifle her, don't shut her down at all. Just let her go. Especially if she's opening up about her sexuality, go with it. Just go with it. That, that, that's all you can really do because you know why? She is being her true sexual self. So I will say this again, once she realizes it and she accepts it, that she is a very sexual being, it's game on. And it can be really good for you fellas. I said, I'm dropping hints here. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon.